You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Stink. They're slimy. There's nothing about a pickle that gets me excited, except for a ditch pickle. Huh? But you like the Chick Fil A. The Chick Fil A. I love. I love the Chick Fil A. Very chi- proper. The the Chicken Filet. We've already had a little conversation about some of the topics for today. You and I went and shot bows yesterday. Mm. You stuck around with Philly Goat and did the course. So yeah, run us back. Yeah. So uh, out at the the farm in New Albany, we uh, went out there and. Uh, Jacob and I met first. He came in. What was your – you're wanting to get a site and just, like, in general, get your stuff tuned in, right? Yeah, I mean, I set that bow up myself, and yeah. we all know how much of an expert I am. So I wanted to just have a pro, like, look at it, paper tune me, make sure I was set. He actually didn't have to adjust that much. It That's wasn't that said. far out. He was like, so. no, it's wow. really not that bad. Good so job. I felt pat myself on the back. Jacob's a stallion. Uh, and then got a new site, mm-hmm. which is sweet. This little slider action for the so easy for the bow for him. Yeah, he he's single got a pin, single pin adjustable. Slide. What was that one? What site is that? H H A Tetra. Tetra, cool. Uh, and then we went out. They have a new like uh, ran- archery range that they set up. It's like a much bigger area, and it's right next to the like entry point for all their three D courses and stuff. So. Me, Jacob, and John from the archery shop there went down there, and, like, he helped Jacob shoot and, like, get all of his um, – so with the slider, you've got to get it, like, tuned so that you can adjust the distances. So, like, you're like, that's 20 yards. You can adjust your single pin and take your shot. Um, so he It's got really it. interesting because there's, like, yeah. there's setup tapes that you put on it where you take a shot at 20 yards, you can take a shot at 40 yards, and then John knew this formula. I didn't have to do this. Thankfully, he was yeah. there to help make it go faster. And then you, based on that formula, you put a certain sticker tape around the the dial, and that sets it. So at that point, you could shoot at 100 yards, you could shoot at 25 yards and be on it. Yeah. So is that more for like the, the 3D archery shooting that you're doing, or is it you would use that if you were deer hunting with it? Yeah, everything. Okay. The the drawback. So in researching these sites, um, I was I had a five pin before. I was not a real big fan of the clutter, just in mm-hmm. the view, and so I'd started looking at more the single pins. So the drawback is if the deer moves, you are going to have to take your bow down and adjust the sight mm. to the new distance. Mm-hmm. Um, 
spot, you know, you're going to be, if you're ranging it anyways, there's going to be some movement that you're doing. Right. Um, but other than that, it's simple. You just Dang. turn that dial and yeah. rip. Is that what's so great about the, um, I'm not, I don't do bow hunting. I'm not there yet. But that Garmin uh, bow sight, because you don't what, there's not like a pin. Is there a pin or it's mm-hmm. more like a red dotty thing? There's there's a pin. God. Yeah, you, there's actually adjustments on it where you can make it look like a normal pin, I believe. Yeah, okay. you can like, do like more a, traditional yeah. dots. Yeah, you can do the dots. But okay. Yeah, so it auto ranges. But with that thing, like, um, you can even like if you were to put it on twenty and like you see something moves from twenty to fifteen or whatever. That's a probably a bad example because pretty much anything under twenty, you just use your twenty pin. But, um, like say it's out at thirty and it's coming closer, you can just like make your once you've been shooting with it a long time, you can kind yeah. of be like, okay, I need to be a little above or a little below or whatever. Um, because, like, after you got all set up and I shot some practice rounds with uh, – I got a new release, which is actually the one you have. What's it, like the – True Ball. True Ball. Something. Pro Max Hunter Plus Max, yeah. or something like that. Um, so I switched from that thing that goes around your wrist to, like, the actual – what do you call that? Thumb release. Thumb. That's right. So – Started practicing with that and then went straight into the fire with Phil and <laughs> walked a, it's actually like a 40 target course, but me and Phil, oh my gosh. yeah, we only shot 20 and it took us about an hour 45, uh, but it was it's super like a golf fun. Course. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. It's like golf, but more fun. Are legit. you sore like from doing that all day? No, I, I mean, I, no, I'm not, but really? I might. So this is something that's cool about last year I set up my bow and I have a left shoulder injury, and so, like, I'm super weak. Like, I can only pull, like, 57, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, a lot of young guys oh, I'm are, at like, 70. Yeah. Like, Eric over here is pulling 70, 85. So, yeah. <laughs> and, but the cool thing about shooting the 3D course with that is, like, it's not that much weight. Like, mm-hmm. I've rehabbed my shoulder and stuff, so I'm, like, I feel good. So I'm not tired. Where Phil is using his hunting rig at, like, I think he's at least at 70. And so he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> on every shot and he said he hasn't shot since october or yeah yeah and he shoots like this real heavy <clears throat> arrow setup and all this so but we it's it's cool because it's not like frivolous like you can go through and do a hunter's uh class 3d shoot so like you don't go any farther than 35 yards and so it's like pretty realistic hunting shots and for someone like me who's like never shot at an animal with a bow before like being able to be in the woods like all the different terrain and all the different shots and like you know you're you're aiming up you're aiming down like all these different things that you have to learn to compensate um it was awesome and like super affordable i'm gonna do it a lot just to try to get ready for tack the shoot we got coming up and then actual hunting season um tack's gonna be a different story (laughs) in that things get out to like 60 yards or whatever which is just I only lost one arrow to uh, and on that course, but I'm sure I'm going to lose a whole host of them down yeah. the tack. So. How do you win tack? Like, is it – do you get so many points? It's per... friendly competitive. Yeah. So I think oh, the things you, you can win. win is, like, hole-in-one type situations. Okay. Yeah. It's not like you get so many points for – No. It's, okay. it's just for – I mean, there might be side wagers with buddies going on. but mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be hard because – like the course sprawls so far, you'd have to have some like an official at every mm. one because, like, it it can get kind of like fuzzy when you take a shot and you go down and look and you're like, is that on the line? Is that not on the uh. line? What rules are you doing? Me and Phil did keep score like just for the fun of it, 
Um, and it like towards the end when we were like both really getting the hang of it again, it was, it was a lot of fun. Cause like we're taking turns on who's going first and like actually competing. Um, so I'm excited to go back the next time. Cause the first one I like, I missed a couple targets and just trying to figure stuff out and then started getting back into the, the swing of it. And, um, there was actually one, one, uh, little target that was set at three or four yards. Was it the frog that you sent? No, no, that, that was just a normal one. I think that one was like. 20 or something or 18 but uh at the end it was at like three or four yards and phil looks at me he's like do you know the deal with this and i was like what do you mean and he's like well there's a secret and i was like don't tell me i want to take my shot and then you it can was tell three me or four yards away it's three or four yards away so i not knowing i pull back on it and i go to my my closest pin which is on 20 so i've got 20 30 40 it's a three pin slider but i just had it set like that so i i do my 20 pin and i actually went a little low and i shoot and i miss low on this thing like i was like five or six inches below where i was aiming i was like what the heck and so it's apparently this concept of french tuning where you can take your bow and shoot it like three or four yards and with the same pin that you dialed in like bullseye at three or four yards you can go back to 50 yards and that exact pin will be because it's like an arc yeah so mm. it's like this whole so it was i actually talked to the dude that like set up the course and he's like i got one out there that's gonna hurt your feelings it's a four yard shot and i bet you won't hit it yeah. and i was like what and that's why and then phil steps up boom hits it right in the middle i was like okay so you're supposed to use your farthest pin for for up close like that that's you're bumping cool. that camera goober what oh no oh no a lot <laughs> Oh, you're still there. Still good. We're good. <laughs> Rookies. But yeah. I saw the farm day. this weekend for the first time. Oh, it's such by. a cool place. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go into it. I drove by it and I was like, oh, look, that's where these exclusive guys go. <laughs> not me. I'm just waving. When we went camping, I drove by it and I was like, that's where it is. I, yeah. met, I met Tim and the kids there on Friday after work. They had went another route. And so then I went like past the waterfront. Where'd you go? Been there. How about like Leavenworth? Um, it's in Laconia. Indiana. it's like it's Laconia. harrison county it's like a south harrison county park is a little county park but it was amazing it was our first time we had taken the camper like on some family property by a river but we hadn't really taken it for the full like okay let like listen this this is a topic i want to talk about but hang on we hadn't taken it for the full bougie experience where, like, you hook up Hook-ups. into, like, water and electric mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So we wanted to make sure we didn't buy this broken camper, and we hooked it all up, and it was great. But I find it really interesting that there's people – see, I'm, I'm making excuses already for my camping behavior, right? I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm not, like, tent camping. I'm bougie camping. <laughs> but then, like, okay, it's Hunter, and everyone's like, you know what? Like, for your buck like you went out there and you did it and so now i'm like you know what i'm gonna stop making excuses for the way that i camp like at least i'm out there and i'm getting that outdoors and taking my kids outside like we did the thing yeah man it's just about getting out there and like that's what's fun about camping is like getting your setup (laughs) awesome are you ashamed of how nice your camping experience yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think I'm. A, I no. think I'm like. Oh, yeah. No. We have this camper and it has like water. And no. I took a shower in it on Saturday morning. <laughs> awesome. Like I didn't do like the tent or anything. That's the still point great. of it. Make your setup awesome. Like yeah, I, that's what I would be trying to do. I am. Um, I made a post in Go Wild a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a week or so ago. Um, and I was asking people for their favorite camping recipes mm. and I made a beef stew in the Dutch oven. Like mm. you have a little tripod, you put a little beef stew in there. 
Oh, we cooked it for like five, six hours. Dang. It Wood was meat. so like good. Like stew beef? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was so good. I was mm. so proud of myself that I didn't like just burn the crap out of it or <laughs> yeah, like, that's you legit. know, killed everyone with undercooked <laughs> beef or something. Um, but it was really good. And then um, we made this dump cake. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? Yeah. You say dump cake? P- I think people call it a dump cake. All right. It's not- where you put the stuff in the bottom and then flip it over, right? Oh, actually, we didn't make a dump cake then. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe but that's not really what a dump cake is. We made a cobbler. <laughs> oh. But it wasn't really a cobbler. Basically, I'm going to tell you all the recipe. Okay. You take a box of like vanilla yellow cake mix. Put it in your Dutch oven over the fire. Boom. Okay. Pie filling. Any pie filling you want to. This is. It was like obscene. Boom, boom, two cans. Just put it in there. Dump it in there. That's why I call it dump cake. Then uh, get you some butter, little pads of butter, maybe a little cinnamon on top. Put it on there. Ten minutes. Cobbler. It was so good. Just like on the fire? Yeah. Do you have to get it at like any certain temperature? Or you just get it like raging or what do you do? No, oh, no, I wouldn't get it raging. You, you just probably just burn coals? the bottom. Yeah, and then you can take like the coals and put it on the top to get like mm, the dude. bottom top experience. It was so good. We should start like a camp cooking segment with I know. Erica. I like <laughs> take videos of all your little. I'm the only. I'm the only person that goes camping and gets fatter because like you're supposed to be living <laughs> off the land, and I'm just like living off the land. Cakes. I don't know and... about that. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. But you know what? It also really got me excited for besides turkey hunting, because there was like some woods and we went hiking and all that. Morel. Oh yeah. Mushroom mm-hmm. hunting. Do you guys do that? You, this might be one thing that, not that there's not others, but that you own everybody in in the office. You're you're at the you top have a of the honey heap. hole. That's yeah. the first step. A you're at the hole. top of the heap with the morel hunting. Yeah, they um, I'm. Well, it's been really weirdly cold around here, but I mm. think in the next few weeks, it's gonna stop popping. We're gonna get some rain this week too, which should yeah. help. You should go on your grandpa's property and just look. We're going out. Uh, we've talked about this week, but the, we're going to try to find all the oaks out there and mark them on the map. But uh, it just it's not blossomed enough yet, so we, I, we're not good enough to ID them, mm-hmm. really. So um, I think next week or the week after, we're going to go do that. And Phil said something about morel hunting. I don't even know where to start on that. Um, and then we're going to try to set up, like, a blind out there for turkey season yeah um but yeah so. people i would love to hear everybody's tips on it because i was just lucky and have found some but they say like around cedar trees below them of course if there's like fallen logs or anything but i've found success i know other people too like along the tree line mm-hmm. so like there's just enough like light that's coming in but also shade and like the cedar trees have like dropped something yeah what do they I need to grow what is it i don't know it's like a weird combination of goodness i just know oh, they taste goodness. amazing yeah what I do don't... you do with them do you just like you can cook them saute them can you eat them raw uh, uh i mean yeah you could i would make it you could there is like a false morel out there that's poisonous yeah you should try that one. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. Well, I mean. Report back on that. So one thing that you have to do with them, and I didn't know this until I found some last year, that the guys, they were like, oh, you got to soak those first. And I was like, man, okay, I'll soak them. Like you put them in a bowl of water with salt in it, and mm-hmm. you just cut them in half and like let them soak. And when you do that, 
so many bugs come out of them. Oh. Like, have you ever seen it? No. It is the most disgusting. <laughs> it almost made me not eat them. But you got them off, though. Yeah, like so that's these why you little, eat it raw. <laughs> yeah, that's why you wouldn't run it. Because, I mean, you had to think they're like in the ground and like these little bitty, they're not mites because you can see them, but they're like pinpricky. And then some of them are like these wormy things. Oh, oh. like little slugs I in there, too. I want to see this now. You, we should Google it after yeah. this, but it's so disgusting. And like, you'll just, okay, there'll be like five morels or something in a big bowl and uh-huh. you'll just see like, they're just like moving in there. Oh, So like immediately when they go in, you start the bugs. Come I out. mean, I would say after like five minutes, you can look in the bowl and like, there's just bugs like coming oh. out. Yeah. And so you want to make sure like they have set for a long time. Until you start frying them up, because I was even like, I don't think they're they're done yet. Like <laughs> more we should, bugs, we should give them more time. Change out this bath, yeah. But um, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I've only eaten them. I've never. The only one I've found in the woods mm-hmm. was half smashed, like something stepped on it. Oh no! Ah. So I've never found my own and cooked them. Yeah, I've I, had other people's. We, I think we take them and do like a little egg milk batter. Flour with like a little Ritz cracker. Put so it in you there. fried them. Oh. You fried them up. We fried them up. Oh, see, I get them that. Up. Yeah. See, I like like the the balsamic reduction with a steak. Ooh, you fancy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. Oh, um, the guy that won the turkey hunting thing, uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. His name is Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, that we went on last year, and then Jeremiah came and um did that whole mm. turkey roast cooking thing. He was telling me that day that what he does is, um, what was it? It was like, a he does like a cream cheese and like cheddar cheese and then something else in it. And then he like stuffs them and then he batters them and fries them. I was like, oh my God. Morel it's like poppers. a jalapeno popper. Yeah, it was like yeah. a morel popper. Dang. Mm. How yeah. many morels do you need to find for it to be like a significant amount like to eat? Can it can one go on a one. dish? Or, really? I mean, if you if you found one, it's like gold. How many do you find? She had like I handfuls. found like I, I think I found like four last year, oh, which really? was like yeah yeah I, I found had, four. I thought you had a bunch. Okay. Mm-mm, I found four. So but you're just gonna go back to that spot this year, and the yeah. idea like do they multiply or is it like I don't the know yield? that much about it. I don't know. They're, I know the cedar trees and the down logs thing, and that's about it. Yeah, I looked over there the other day, which I knew it was too early. Like, it's been in the 40 degrees around here. Yeah. Um, but a tree has kind of fallen around that area, and I wonder, like, is that going to hurt it or going to make it better? But I do know a guy that takes off a whole year. Or, no, I'm sorry. He takes off a week, and he will go to, like, all the, the public property. He he knows, like, the honey holes, and he, just, cool. he comes back. Yeah, you pin drop those and then go back. Yeah. So he – when you do it, you got to take, well, they say, this isn't a wild tale, I don't know, but they say take like a um, a bag that has like holes in it uh-huh. so that when you put them in there, the spores drop through so that you can continue. Oh, mm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like. So you like shake them out. Yeah, just. Yeah, really. You just shake take them back them home. Bugs just out. Like right in your front yard. Just yeah. right there. <laughs> the, um, I feel like knowing public land and like being around public land hunters, that public land morel hunting would get spicy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like bring a bring a side on mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like if you come across some dude's spot or whatever, like <laughs> yeah, throw down. Yeah, I bet I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess around with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know much. I've just been lucky, but I would if people have morel hunting tips, not locations. Just give me tips, like. 
underneath certain trees or like down trees or I do know that they say when the May apples are out those like they're like little green flowers that um Oh, we'll Google it. But when the May apples start sprouting and are out, like that is the time. And when we were hiking this week um, in the woods, the buds were starting to come out of the ground for the May apples. Oh, so it's it's upon us. It's time. Yeah, I mean, we I think we need to warm up a little bit, but okay, it's supposed to warm up this week. Weeks. Yeah, shoot, be on it. Yet another thing to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do taste really good. Yeah, don't. The hype is real. We're gonna Google the bugs. I, I like normally don't eat mushrooms, so I, I don't like either. If, if but I these found are good. it, I would be like really excited. To me, they don't have like a mushroomy taste. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's different. Yeah, and I'm kind of I don't like mushrooms because it's more of a texture thing for me, like the slimy yeah, ones. I love but them. But I fry these up. Yeah, I've so eat, they're like nice and crispy. Anything fried, fried. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board for anything fried. Yeah, but that's what I did this weekend. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I've already kind of told my story yeah, through your same. story. so And Brad's not here to go off on tangents. So yeah. <laughs> regale us with some craziness. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up there then. Yeah. If you got more L hunting tips, make sure you drop some comments and that way we can all get learned on how to go find some and get our own little honey holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you're watching this show and you're on Go Wild, make sure you log it, tag us, uh, let us know what you thought, give us your tips. If you're not on Go Wild yet and you're seeing this, I don't know what you're doing. You're messing around. Get on Go Wild. We'll give you 10 bucks to join the platform to to come and check out the gear that we're selling. Get you loaded up for spring turkey season and, and bass fishing and all that stuff right now that's hot. So that is us for today. Right on. See you. Bye. Bye.